Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk, Facebook, Cascade Hoop Talk. Welcome to our Top 20 show where we review and give you the details of the top teams around the country in NAID 2 for the past week. We'll get started in 30 seconds. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk. Really appreciate everybody listening. This is our Top 20 show for NAI Division 2 this week. Please subscribe and favorite this show and ask your friends to listen. Let's start with number one, Oregon Tech. They began conference play this week in Washington. Friday night, they defeated Evergreen State College 89-65. Saturday, they fell to Northwest University 80-68. Friday, the Hustlin' Owls cruised past Evergreen, out-rebounding them 41-28, and they held the Gooey Ducks to 40% shooting. Garrett Albright and Matt Van Tassel playing limited minutes scored 15 points each. Albright just 15 minutes and Van Tassel just 16. Seth Erickson tossed in 14. Evergreen's LeBrandon Price and Gluob Yongo had 13 apiece. Saturday night, Oregon Tech traveled to a Northwest team that had upset number 17, Southern Oregon, just the night before. An energized Eagle team took on the Hustlin' Owls. They took them on nose-to-nose, kept them off balance all night. Every time Oregon Tech would pull within one possession, Northwest had an answer. Playing in front of a loud, raucous home crowd, Northwest pulled off the second upset in as many nights. Ryan Ricks had 28, and he hit key long threes in the last six minutes to dampen any comeback runs by the Owls. Hussein Ford, he always plays nonstop, endless energy. He had a double-double, 15 points, 12 rebounds. Oregon Tech's Mitchell Fink scored 21. Oregon Tech is 10-1. They return home on December 20th. They take on number 5, College of Idaho, and December 21st, Eastern Oregon. Number 2, Morningside. They traveled to Midland Wednesday, defeating them 92-66, and then Briarcliff came to town Saturday. They beat them 81-72. Against Midland, Zach Imig, Alex Borchers, and Trey Brown, all with 14. They out-rebounded Midland, as well as kept them to 40% shooting. Emmanuel Bryson and Ryan Williams each had 12 from Midland. Saturday, Morningside took a double-digit lead in the first half and maintained it until the last three minutes when Briarcliff pulled within five a couple of times, but they were unable to get any closer as Morningside pulled away at the end. Trey Brown led Morningside Saturday, scoring 26 and a double-double with 11 rebounds. Morningside again significantly out-rebounded and held Briarcliff to 40% shooting. Briarcliff's Jackson Lamb, he's always unstoppable. He had 38. Morningside is 10-0. They're one of the two unbeatens in the country. They host Concordia Wednesday and travel to Jamestown on Saturday. Number three, Indiana Wesleyan. Tuesday, traveling to Fort Wayne, taking on number 15, St. Francis. They defeated them 74-73, and then Saturday they hosted number 10, Marion, winning that game 96-75. Tuesday at St. Francis, oh, what a terrific back-and-forth game. Both teams making critical shots, seesawed the lead all night. This game came down to the final possession. Indiana Wesleyan in the closing seconds had a shot to win. The ball rebounded far off the rim, right into the hands of you-know-who, Kyle Mangus, he barely had time to shot put it back toward the basket. It fell through for the win. It was a tightly played game. Every statistical category was even. Kyle Mangus had 28 points. 
just missing a double-double with nine rebounds for St. Francis. Antoine Cushingberry with 16. Saturday, Indiana Wesleyan up against number 10, Marion. Uh, They punched them in the nose in the first half. They took a 26-point lead at halftime. Then they cruised to a big road victory. Kyle Mangus, 18 in this one. And Marion's Christian Harvey with 11 off the bench for Marion. Indiana Wesleyan, they're 9-2. And and they next, they go to number 9, Madonna, on December 17th. Number 4, Mount Vernon Nazarene. Tuesday, they traveled to number 10, Marion. And they fell 88-85. And on Saturday, hosting number 7, Spring Arbor, they pulled off a big 77-76 overtime win. At Marion, uh, that was a tight game throughout. Nick Rogers broke the last tie with a minute 44 to go. Then Mount Vernon, they had a turnover, a foul, two misses to finish the game. They lost a heartbreak on the road. Nick Rogers was fantastic off the bench with 24 for Marion, and Cam Wolter scored 21. Mount Vernon's Jevin Knox, he played his heart out but couldn't get the win. He scored 31. Spring Arbor was in town on Saturday. (laughs) Another great game. It looked like Mount Vernon would win in regulation, but Paul Merendat hit a monster three with two seconds remaining and forced the overtime. In overtime, Mount Vernon grabbed a four-point lead with about two minutes to go, and Isaac White and Jacob Paul, they hit free throws down the stretch to secure the win. As a very tough loss for Spring Arbor, a major victory for Mount Vernon. As we often see, Mount Vernon's Jones, Knox, Paul, and White all in double digits, this time led by Austin Jones with 21. Spring Arbor, without All-American Brandon Durnell, had Paul Marendette play the entire 45 minutes, he poured in 31 and had nine assists. Mount Vernon, they're 11-1. They travel to Phoenix for a couple of tough tests, playing two NAID-1 Frontier Conference teams. On December 14th, facing Carroll College. December 16, taking on Montana State Northern. Number five, College of Idaho. They also began Cascade Conference play this weekend at home, defeating Warner Pacific 72-63. Saturday, they beat Multnomah University 110-89. Friday, against Warner Pacific, they were in full control for 38 minutes, but Warner Pacific fought back to get within four with two minutes to go. But the College of Idaho, they went on a 7-0 run over the next minute and a half, and they sealed the victory down the stretch. They're always tough defensively. They held Warner to 35% shooting. Nate Bruniel had 19, Jake Bruner a double-double, 11 points, 11 rebounds. Warner packs Kadeem Strickland and Miles Brown, 11 each, and Kendall Watson a double-double with 10 points and 11 rebounds. Saturday, College of Idaho jumped all over Multnomah early, never looked back, out-rebounding the high-scoring Lions 66-28, held them to 39% shooting. The outcome of this game was never in doubt. Nate Bruniel with 27, Connor Desaunier a big double-double, 17 points, 16 rebounds. Multnomah's Justin Martin had 25 on 10 for 25 shooting. College Idaho, they're 9-3. They travel to Klamath Falls. They take on number one, Oregon Tech, on December 20th. Number 17, Southern Oregon, on December 21st. Number six, Dakota Wesleyan, Wednesday. They hosted the GPAC Giant Killers, and they fell to a determined Mount Marty team, 106-98. to 
Saturday, they traveled to Concordia, winning that game 77-57. In that Mount Marty game, Dakota Wesleyan led by 10, 9.5 to go, but a 9-0 run by the Lancers over the next two minutes made this a one-point game, and it was game on. The game was still close until a Chris King three with five minutes to go opened up a six-point Mount Marty lead. They stretched the lead to 10, but Dakota Wesleyan pulled back within five with a minute to go. But Mount Marty, they displayed championship maturity on the road. The Corn Palace was packed, and they held back Dakota Wesleyan for the win. Colby Johnson with 35, Jordan Johnson 25, Chris King 26, as the Lancers' attack was just too much for Dakota Wesleyan. Ty Hoagland, he did everything possible to get his team to win, scoring 43 on 14 for 16 shooting, 5 for 6 from 3, and 10 of 11 from the stripe. Saturday at Concordia, Dakota Wesleyan ran away in the second half. They rebounded from that tough loss earlier in the week. Nick Harden, 25. Ty Hoagland, double-double, 16 points, 11 rebounds. They held Concordia to 36% shooting. Brevin Sloop scored 12 for Concordia. Dakota Wesleyan is 9-1. They have a couple of home games they should be favored in. Wednesday, they host North Stars, Valley City, and Saturday, back in conference play against Doan. Number 7, Spring Arbor. Tuesday, hosted a very hot and undefeated Bethel Pilot team, number 19. They fell in a heartbreak, 91-89. Saturday, they traveled to Ohio and took on number four undefeated Mount Vernon Nazarene, falling in that one, 77-76. And that game we already talked about. But Tuesday against Bethel, that was also a close game until late in the second half. It appeared Bethel had taken full control. They had an 11-point lead, three and a half to go. But a two-minute 9-0 run made it a two-point game with just about a minute to go. Bethel went into full-on survival mode with Spring Arbor, answering every Bethel score until Spring Arbor took a one-point lead, seven seconds to go, on an inbound steal. They actually had two inbound steals, but Bethel Bench had called a timeout just before the inbound pass on the first one. Down one in the final seconds, Trevian Cruz dribbled down the court. He canned a three with one second remaining to beat Spring Arbor on their home court. Bethel remained undefeated. Trevian Cruz, he's not a guy you can leave open. He scored 39 points to lead Bethel. He went 6 for 7 from 3. Paul Marindet, in foul trouble most of the game, scored 28 for Spring Arbor. Spring Arbor is 6 and 4 now, and they need to regroup, and they need to regroup quickly. They have an opportunity with a couple of non-conference games coming up. On December 11th, they host Kalamazoo College, and on December 18th, they take on a GSAC NAI D1 William Jessup on a neutral court in Florida. Maybe the sunshine will be kind to the Cougars. Number eight, Olivet Nazarene on Tuesday. They hosted St. Xavier, winning 86-83. And Saturday, Trinity Christian College was in town, defeating them 83-65. Tuesday against St. Xavier, a Nick Reed jumper gave Olivet a 10-point lead with six minutes to go. But an 11-2 run capped by Josh Niego with two and a half to go, made it a one-point game. Olivet quickly answered with a Nick Reed steal, made free throws to seal the win. Olivet's Nick Reed, he played the entire game. He finished with 25. Xavier's Josh Niego had 23. 
Saturday against Trinity Christian College. Olivet, they controlled this game. They out-rebounded 45-34. They held Trinity to 35% shooting. Alex Gross, a double-double, 24 points, 11 rebounds. Nick Reed, also a double-double, 12 points, 10 rebounds. T.J. Lacey with 14 for Trinity Christian. Olivet Nazarene is 11-1. They host East-West University on Tuesday and travel to number 20 St. Ambrose on Saturday. Number 9, Madonna. They traveled to Indiana Tech on Wednesday. They fell in that one, 82-67. And they hosted Northwestern Ohio on Saturday, beating them soundly, 94-63. Wednesday in Fort Wayne against Indiana Tech. Tech jumped all over them early in the second half, and they cruised to victory against Madonna. Josh Klein had 15 for Tech. Max Huber a double-double with 14-11. and 11. Madonna was held to 41% shooting as well. Dwight Burton had 24 for Madonna. Against Northwestern Ohio on Saturday, Madonna took it to them, out-rebounding 41-28, holding them 41% shooting. Madonna shooting 57%. They were led by Josh Reynolds with double-double, 20 points, 10 rebounds. Nathan Lessing, he had 14 for Northwestern Ohio. Madonna is 8-5, and five, and they take on number 14, Cornerstone, next Saturday. Number 10, Marion. They were in a couple games we've already detailed. They beat number 4, Mount Vernon Nazarene, 88-85. And Tuesday fell to number 3, Indiana Wesleyan, 96-75. Marion is 8-2. and two. They travel to the Cactus Classic to take on Providence College on December 14th and Rocky Mountain College. December 15th. Those are both NAI D1 schools out of the Frontier Conference. Number 11, Washington Adventist on the road at Bryant and Stratton Tuesday. They beat them 79-61. And then Thursday, they traveled to Lincoln, Pennsylvania, and they fell to NC2A D2, Lincoln University, 86-83. Tuesday at Bryant and Stratton, Uh, It was a tough defensive game. Neither team shooting over 40%. Washington Adventist won this game in the second half, breaking open what had been a tight game. Xavier Sewell, he had 18 for uh, Washington Adventist, and Bryant's Jameel Hood scored 20. Thursday at Lincoln University, Washington Adventist had held a small lead most of the second half until the last four minutes. Lincoln University, they were able to put together several good possessions. They got key stops, and they held on for an 86-83 win. Washington Adventist, they're 9-3. They take on La Serra on December 15th, and then Walla Walla University on December 16th. Number 12, Ottawa. They hosted Bethel College Monday, winning 86-81, traveling to friends on Thursday. This time winning big, 99-75. Saturday, traveling to Avila, winning a close one, 77-75. Three big wins for Ottawa this week. Monday at Bethel, uh, Ottawa took a 20-point lead at half. Bethel whittled away, and with 20 seconds to go, they were within three. Bethel missed two subsequent three-pointers, and a pair of Mason-McDowell free throws preserved the victory for Ottawa. Ottawa's Daryl Bowie, off the bench, 24. Garrett White, 24 for Bethel. And Jalen Scott, he had a double-double for Bethel, 19 points, 11 rebounds. 
Thursday, Ottawa easily defeated friends. Daryl Bowie, Andre Jackson both off the bench for 20 apiece. And Yaquan Daniels with a double-double, 11 points, 10 rebounds. Friends, Defonte Pack had 17. Saturday, a heck of a game at Avia. Avia took a 13-point first-half lead. Ottawa fought back. They tied the game with 11 minutes to go. The game seesawed back and forth. And a Daryl Bowie three with 28 seconds provided the difference maker. And Ottawa held on for a big road victory. Ottawa is 11-1. They host Tabor on Wednesday. And they're on the road to York on Saturday. Number 13, Ave Maria hosted number 18, Warner, on Thursday. They pulled off a big 74-73 victory. Saturday, they traveled to Weber, winning 76-73. At Warner on Thursday, total back-and-forth affair. Neither side gained an upper hand. Ave Maria took the lead with 39 seconds to go. Warner had four attempts at the hoop on their last possession, but they couldn't score. Ave Maria was able to hold on for an important conference win. Leo Buran with double-double, 24 points, 12 rebounds. He led Ave Maria. Warner's Maxwell Benoit had 29. Saturday against Weber. Weber took a big 17-point lead in the first half. Then a Jeffrey Steele score with eight minutes to go gave Ave Maria their first lead of the game. They were able to stretch the lead to seven, then held on for the road win. Marcus Montevallo, 24 for Ave Maria. Weber's Ariel Watson with 19. So Ave Maria, they're 10-1 and and on the road to play NC2A Division II Nova Southeastern on Wednesday. And Sunday they host Johnson and Wales. Those are two tough non-conference games coming up for Ave Maria. Number 14, Cornerstone. They hosted University of Northwestern Ohio Wednesday, winning 74-70. And Michigan Dearborn on Saturday, they fell 69 to 67. Wednesday against Northwestern Ohio, Cornerstone stretching their halftime lead to 17 with nine minutes left in the game. Northwestern Ohio mounted they mounted a furious comeback. They cut the lead to two with just over two minutes to go, but they just couldn't get over the hump. And Cornerstone held on for the win. Gabe Merriweather with 20 for Cornerstone. Elijah Poosley with 19 for Northwest Ohio. Saturday, Michigan Dearborn came to Grand Rapids to take on Cornerstone. This game came right down to the final second with Dearborn's Elwood Tomlinson hitting a last-second game winner, handing Cornerstone a home conference loss. Michigan Dearborn's Donovan Farrell with a double-double, 14 points, 10 rebounds. Cornerstone's Christian Rodriguez with 18. Number 15, St. Francis, hosting number three, Indiana Wesleyan on Tuesday. They uh, they lost that 74-73 game. Saturday, they traveled to Goshen, winning handily 82-65. Jalon Mull, 14 for the Cougars. Goshen's Austin Brannigan with 18. So St. Francis, they're 11-2. They're playing a couple of non-conference games in Florida next weekend facing Southeastern on Friday and number 18 Warner on Saturday. That Warner game should be a good game. Number 16, IU Kokomo. Uh, They traveled to Midway on Saturday. They pounded them 102-67. Akeel McLean, he had 18 for Kokomo. Midway's Quan Evans, 23. IU Kokomo, they're 9-2. 
Uh, They travel to non-conference Lincoln Christian on Tuesday and then back in conference on Saturday hosting Alice Lloyd. Number 17 Southern Oregon in Cascade Conference play Friday falling to Northwest University 73-72. Saturday defeating Evergreen State 71-54. Friday at Northwest, Southern was up by 10 with 9 minutes to go. Northwest University just chipped away. They took the lead with four and a half to go. A Ryan Ricks three-point play with five seconds to go sealed the upset for Northwest University. Christian Hakalamani with 20. Hussein Ford, his typical double-double, 14 points, 11 rebounds. Southern's Tez Allen had 18. Saturday at Evergreen State, Southern controlled the game, taking a 14-point halftime lead. They increased it over the course of the game. Tate Hoffman with 14 for Southern Oregon and LeBrandon Price 13 for Evergreen. Southern Oregon is 6-3 and they take on non-conference opponent Simpson on December 16th. Number 18, Warner. Thursday they traveled to Ave Maria and they lost that 74-73 thriller on the road that we talked about. And Saturday, hosting Southeastern, they fall a second time for the week, 89-82. This was a tie game, nine and a half to go. Southeastern goes on a 15-5 run over the next seven minutes, and they just put Warner away. Blake Morrow leads Southeastern with 20. Warner's Antarius Washington with 22. Warner is 10-3. They taking on uh, Taco Falls on Friday and University of St. Francis Saturday. Now, Warner fans, take note. The Warner website indicates it's St. Francis from the Chicago Conference, but it will actually be St. Francis from the Crossroads League that they'll be playing on Saturday. And that's going to be a very good game. Buy your tickets, get out there for that game. Number 19, Bethel. They traveled to number 7, Spring Arbor, on Tuesday, winning that 91-89 thriller. And then Saturday, they hosted Taylor, winning an overtime, 94-87. After a Grant Gallon three-pointer to tie the game with nine seconds, both teams went 1-1 and at the line to send the game to overtime. Taylor took a quick two-point lead in overtime, and then Bethel went on an 11-2 run over the next four minutes to win the game in overtime. Grant Galon left led Bethel, with a double-double, 22 points, 11 rebounds. Trevian Cruz, a double-double, 14 points, 10 rebounds. Taylor C.J. Penhaw with 25. Jason Hubbard, double-double, with 19 points, 15 rebounds. Bethel is one of the two unbeaten teams in the country. They're 11-0. They take on Governor State on December 18th. Number 20, St. Ambrose of Iowa. They taking on Lincoln College at Tuesday at home. Uh, they won that game 82 to 73. Saturday they traveled to Governor's State, winning that game 73 to 70. Tuesday against Lincoln College, Michael Williams scored 22 for St. Ambrose and Trayvon Tyler 19 for Lincoln College. Lincoln started the season with so much promise. Uh, now they've fallen to five and eight. Saturday at Governor State, it was a tight game the entire second half. A pair of Michael Williams free throws iced the game with five seconds to go. Tom Kazanecki and John Kerr 
led St. Ambrose with 14 each. St. Ambrose had five in double digits. Justin Siorik with 23 for Governor's State. St. Ambrose there 10-2. and two, and It's a showdown with number eight Olivet Nazarene next Saturday. Oh boy, get your tickets for that one. So that's the top 20 for the week. Uh, the rankings come out Wednesday. Teams to watch for that are going to put some pressures on, pressure on the coaches doing the rankings. Mount Marty, we talked about them quite a bit. They're 12-2. and two. They have beaten Jamestown and number six Dakota Wesleyan. And the Dakota Wesleyan was in the Corn Palace. Lords, they're 9-3. and three. They have a six-game winning streak uh, against several quality teams. Michigan-Dearborn, they're 10-3, and three, and they've won four of their last five. Uh, Mayville State in the North Star Conference, they're 8-2. They have a win over Dort, uh, but they also have losses to both Jamestown and Mount Marty. Uh, they need to prove themselves against quality competition, uh, be, I think, before the coaches will rank them. They may get votes. Cal Maritime, they're 9-1. and one. Uh, They're quick, they're athletic, and they just keep winning. Uh, their only loss this season has been to number one Oregon Tech. Kaiser is 9-1, uh, but they're lacking that big signature win. They have St. Xavier, Dakota Wesleyan, Warner, and Ave Maria over the next three weeks. I'm guessing they won't get rated until they get through that stretch. Again, they'll probably get some votes. And perhaps the, the best unrated team in the country is Antelope Valley. They're 7-3. All of their losses on the road to top 20 teams. They're in the top 10 in the nation in defense and rebounding. We'll have to see if the Cal Pack gets recognized this year, but that, that's a very good team. Uh, that's it for this week's Top 20 Review. I hope you enjoy the show. Provide any comments at Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk. Uh, We appreciate you listening. Please ask your friends to listen. And we appreciate every one of you very much. Thank you.